0: And welcome back to the I Don't Know Running Podcast, where we share our experiences that make running fun and sometimes not so fun. I'm Lewis, and I'm a self-admitted lazy ultra runner. Bill, a lazy ultra runner. Bill, a lazy ultra runner. Yeah, I'm getting into miles. I see that. And I'm
1: Mitch and I'm just excited to get this thing going. Me too. So I'm going
2: to introduce our recurring guest, Terrence. Yeah, hey, welcome back. Thanks for having me back on the show, guys. Yeah, always a pleasure. Being here and just catching up because you know we had such a difficult time talking outside of this <laughs> yeah it's hard to get
0: it's just hard to get a conversation rolling i know, I I know, know. i'm glad about. we
2: had a good warm-up this evening though we did we already
0: have and i am so excited for this podcast
2: terence oh am I? please
0: introduce our guests. drum roll please <laughs> yes
2: so today our very very special guests in the studio are the agar family so we've got johnny agar the least famous of them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got we've got Jeff Agar, the dad that's in town Hello. today to join us, <laughs> and then Becky, Hi. the lady that pulls it all together. <laughs> yes,
0: the the Thanks for having the us. car, so to speak, uh, <laughs> the glue. The, the, yes, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. This happened. I don't know. We we talked about this prior to you running Grand Rapids, but then when you ran Grand Rapids with Johnny is solidified. Uh, Mitch did the My Team Triumph with Johnny.
3: And Jeff, right? You ran that. I did the first five miles and then that was enough. Okay. (laughs) Because
0: you had something bigger to train for.
3: Excellent. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Okay. That was all all I need to do that that day. Five
0: miles. He
1: was a a little bit of a slacker though. (laughs) And we, you know, he, he made the, he made the chariot heavier because we put that weight vest in. And then (laughs) he didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, my training for the day was to go out and run about five miles and then to, to walk with a heavy weighted vest on for another five miles. So I, I ran out with these guys. And then I uh, put my vest on and walked back. So it's it's uh, much harder than it seems. You think, oh, what's an extra 20 pounds? It's brutal. No, <laughs> I do know. When I trained for Western States, I
0: wore a. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the weight was. Uh, I mean, it, it was probably 20-ish pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a my brother, fortunately, my this is a way diverted story. But my but brother. We never
2: go off 10. Never, never, show, never. <laughs> my
0: brother had just got not just gotten out. My brother had gotten on the military, kept his flak jacket. And I said, Hey, can I borrow that training for Western States? I want to do hill repeats Mm, at Cannonsburg. And, uh, I, I worked at a sheet metal shop and I said, Hey, make me some quarter inch plates (laughs) that I can stick in the front and the back. And it was about a 20 pound weight weighted vest. And I did, I don't know, something like 10, uh, hill repeats on that hill. And man, my legs from a run have never felt like that
2: before mm-hmm. so i yeah it's tough it's yes hard. It, yeah, is, uh, all that it is it's a lot seep from the vest all the way into your legs
0: my chest hurt from running did, did did your did your chest hurt I, from don't the run, I don't
3: run hard enough to actually get my heart rate up but <laughs> oh, yeah <okay>. so <laughs> I, was, I was okay but uh, no, i do really just want to add some extra weight to these guys no we, let we them know what it's all about because
1: so. as soon as he dropped <laughs> off it's like this is easy
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dad's
0: gonna come Dad's gotta compensate for all the chocolate
5: that yeah, I like nah. to eat. So. That's
0: <laughs> what it is. So you have to get in shape. You gotta shed those uh fifty pounds of
5: <laughs> Yes sir. So I, I like getting all the the true experience of what an athlete feels like and everything. Yeah. Putting so, on the weight yeah, and then yeah. shedding the weight. Yeah. The weight. <laughs> I tell you what
2: though, Johnny runs pretty lean. Jeff makes very sure of that. Yeah. Every inch. An ounce can be, that can be saved, will be saved. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about, you know, does
3: he really need all the arms and legs that he has? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess. Uh, we were allowed to keep him, but.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, getting back to that race that you guys did, Mitch, Mitch and I were talking and he's like, we have to get on Johnny.
1: And I think I've talked about it every
0: week. Sometimes. Yes. No, no lie. Yeah. Every oh, time
1: saying, we sit down, even plan, when we've met, yeah.
0: Mitch goes, we got to get on Johnny.
1: And then even when <laughs> Terrence was here, I took the opportunity. I said, okay, Terrence, what do we got to do to get Johnny here? I know it's going to be a pain to get him down the steps a little bit. It turned out not to be a big deal. Not that Gosh, big of a deal.
2: Made- After Steelhead, everything's possible. We made Terrence do all the work. Yeah, he carried
3: Johnny across the full length of the beach at Lake Michigan from, from the water up to the uh, transition area at uh, Iron Man Steelhead 70.3. So if you can carry the kid through all that sand,
2: Coming down down some stairs 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 is no big deal. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Going up, on the other hand, Johnny, I'm going to attach a rope to you and pull you up. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling system, I like it. I like it. We had we had such a good time though, and he
1: tells dad jokes like nobody else the whole Mm -hmm. time. Are we talking about Johnny or Jeff? I was
4: going (laughs) to say which. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A little, a little of both. A little of both. But we did. We had such a we. We we had so so much fun, and and what I noticed is like I'm thinking I'm doing this for Johnny, and I I learned a lot just because I've done meet my team triumph a bunch of times now, and I'm thinking oh you know like I'm doing this for Johnny whatever, and it turned around, it was the craziest thing. It's like he carried us, and it it was the craziest thing. Like he actually checked in with each one of us as we were running and said how are you doing, and I was so impressed by that. I'm thinking. Oh, sucks. I'm running a marathon. I I hurt. But it made it, it made it like worth it. It really did.
0: Yeah. Cause you were struggling for that race. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And
1: I, I think I said that to you, Johnny. I said, Oh, I I don't feel very good.
5: I think it was your knee, right? Your knee was bothering a little bit. and, And I, I like, I like doing that. Cause I like getting the full athlete experience. Like we were talking about with my, Training and my weight, we were joking around as but in reality, you know, I get as much from you guys as you guys get, or I I try to get as much from you guys as you guys um, get from me because you guys are doing the work, so I try and um, I try and give you guys as much as you're giving me, and it's it's,
2: yeah. it's something special. It really but the beauty is. of it, Johnny, is that you know, uh, it's not even that they're pushing you. You are just as big a part of that race yeah. as the yeah. people that are pushing. So it's not like you're going along for the ride. I've sat in those chairs for even short bits of time, and it yeah. takes it takes um. You know, you you have to be in in a decent shape to sit yeah. there and tolerate that distance, tolerate that time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
5: But we're helping each other. We Absolutely. help each other. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's
0: well. It's one of the questions I had. You know, I'm trying to think. Of, so let's frame this. Number one, let's go. Let's let's take it back a little bit. Johnny has cerebral palsy, has since since birth. Yep. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm assuming that's right from birth. I mean, you have it, it.
6: was, yeah, yeah. Um, he was born early.
0: Um. So, and then through his life growing up, he wanted nothing more than really just be an athlete, right? Uh, um. And the so I read the book and. Uh, I highly recommend anybody hearing this podcast, get that book. It's called The Impossible Mile. And is that right? right? It. I was like, it <laughs> the, and it to to looked, and I was like, wait, wait, did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> the no, I'm Impossible like, the Mile. Right well, it's fair because you gaff once in a while. <laughs> I do. I do do that on, a, on occasion. But in reading this book uh, and, and just, man, feeling the, the, uh, emotions of reading this book and just everything you, you went, like your entire family went through, not just Johnny, not just Jeff, not just you, your sisters, ev- the family, the people around you, all the loved ones. Um, one of the things, and I, and it's so funny because when I was reading this book, I would, I would make a note and then you would say the that the exact thing in the next thing, like, mm-hmm. um uh, staying upright in the boat. Like one of the fears you had on the first uh, Iron Man was like staying upright in the boat. And I, I actually made that note, like, man, how can he not? And then he, he talks about it and it was so good. But what, what I want to ask all this getting around to saying, I, I just wanted to ask, um, I think it's important for Johnny, if, if you could share and you kind of did, but I actually want to pose this question. Sure. What, Does it mean, can you just express your feelings about the angels around you and and talking to my team, Triumph?
5: Well, um, growing up, I had always had an interest in sports, but wheelchair sports wasn't really an option for me because I can only use one hand. And I like to joke that uh, nobody would want somebody on a wheelchair basketball who could only spin (laughs) in circles circles on the court. So... (laughs) Um, for me, um, Terrence and everybody opened up new opportunities for me to experience uh, what an athlete goes through. And, you know, I I like to say that an athlete is, um, he, experiences, he and she experiences things like I do. And they have trials and tri- tribulations that they go through on a daily basis. and. and for me, having extreme policy, um, it's very, very difficult for me to express uh, the challenges and tribulations that I go through. So um, Terrence and everybody opened up um, new opportunities for me to um, express what I was going through. And I think it's very, very powerful when you have people around you that are pushing themselves you know, and you say to yourself, you know, if they're pushing, if, mm. if Mitch is pushing himself and you, you are pushing yourself 50 miles, you know, what, what can't I do, uh, in life? And, and so I think, and, and it's a great role model for me, um, great community to be a part of, and, and so I, I love it, mm. and it's, it's really been beneficial for me, it's not just about the medals, but it's yeah. it's about the experience as a whole, so.
2: Yeah, and I think that's why I love that even just the title of this book, The Impossible Mile. When you think about that, The Impossible Mile has almost nothing to do about racing as it does about taking that step out of your comfort zone, right, yep, yep. to complete something that seems impossible, a mile. Yeah. And I was there that first time that you did that at St. Patrick's and you attempted that that walk to the finish line and the crowd that gathered and picked up and the inspiration that drew. And I know that that wasn't just something you decided to do on that day. that Mm -hmm. The whole staging of what, how you define yourself as an athlete is so well captured in this book and so well captured with the experiences you've given all of us watching you grow as an athlete as well over the years. Because I've known Johnny since he was like 12. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's kind of so cool to be able to watch that trajectory and see him blossom and develop into the young athlete that he is right now because I can tell you what, I've seen him train and I've seen him race and it is not easy. He makes it look the, easy. Uh, the, amount, the kid works hard, man. He is sweating. He's talking That's less. what I was impressed by is, is
1: the amount, like, you took this serious. Like, you worked hard. Yeah. And yep. you, trained, you trained for that. If I remember correctly, it was almost a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, for the one mile. For the one mile. And in an in a hour 45 is what it yep. took to.
3: Well, and so when, when he first said he wanted to walk a mile, he'd only walked 23 steps in his walker at therapy school. And so we're kind of thinking, well, how many steps are in a mile?
0: You, mu- you want to and- know a note I made? What's that? How many steps are in a
3: mile? As soon well, as I read that, yeah, the book, yeah. I go, well, how many steps are in a
0: mile? <laughs> that was the first thing I Googled.
3: Well, we kind of captured it for him. So I my, my measured his gait and, and then, you know, figured oh. it out. And so it's like five to 6,000 steps for him. Which when, is about uh, twice
0: the a normal. Yeah. yeah I think it's around 2,500. Is yep. the yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So
3: your math like right on. So we're just going to, holy cow, how's he ever going to do that? But uh, fortunately, I mean, I could have given him a hundred reasons why he couldn't because it's, it's a challenge, yada yada, and and Becky was like all over it, going, "This is awesome! Yeah, you can do it. We got to start training and figure out the whole thing out." So you can see where the inspiration comes from, where uh, Becky is um, very supportive and believes in these dreams that people can go after. Uh, so it, it's been great, but yeah, it was it was not like a no brainer. It right. was it, I, mean, I always kind of equate it to um, if if you or I had never been to our mailbox before. And we suddenly, you know, got up the effort and walked to our mailbox. The next goal might be walk to the next driveway, walk right. around the corner. It'd be like you and I saying, my next goal after walking to the mailbox is to do a, ma- a full marathon. Yeah. So that order of magnitude for him to be able to walk a mile after 23 steps. So it's extraordinary. That's kind of why the the, the title of the book that uh, the Becky and Johnny wrote is uh, is The Impossible Mile. Because it, uh, it, it would have been impossible when he first came up with the idea, except for... If you believe you can break through everything and and do a, and accomplish amazing things, that's what led him to get there. Mm-hmm. And,
5: and, and, and it's Really cool, um, be, being an athlete too, because you have training plans, right? You mm-hmm. you set goals for yourself, and you have these training plans, and you have people around you that can show you, you know, how to execute things. You know, dance all the time. He has clients that come in and say. I want to run a marathon now. Give show me the steps to help me right. to achieve those goals. And so, um, and you know, once I'm once I'm around so many of those chances and so many of those people that tell me I can achieve things, right. you start um really. You start really believing those yeah, things and absolutely. once you yeah. run those misses and everything and <laughs> and uh you start believing in those things and you know, my parents too. And so
1: I that's, that's a big revelation for me to think like for my team triumph. Yeah. And these these people, you know, or these athletes, these other athletes get to be around people that are talking about training and they get to and they get to be a part of that community and and you get to learn what it, there's just so much more possible.
2: Right. Absolutely. Which is why I love the take on this title as well. And I don't know how you guys came up with this, the impossible mile. Maybe Becky can help us understand it. I mean, I I know a little bit of that story and it makes so much sense when you read it. But to come up with the title of a book that's going to be that transcending. I mean, whose idea, how did you come up with the title, Becky?
6: I think we had the title already kind of in mind and then when we got to the publishers the publishers are the ones that said you know that's got to be the name of it and let's let's um shade out the I am right. so so it shows possible yeah. a lot more than it does and so we absolutely loved it.
2: Yeah I like there's like literally like three titles in yeah, bed. I said the I was impossible say- mile the I'm possible mm-hmm. mile, and then mm-hmm. the possible mile. Mm-hmm. And well, so and it, I was thinking it, yeah. the
0: I am is an Ironman. <laughs> I mean,
3: because <laughs> you're there, they're, they're doing <laughs> that. I mean, I was, that came later. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Coming soon to an Ironman near you. Yes. <laughs>
3: well, that, I mean, that is Johnny mentioned that uh, being surrounded by people who can encourage you is a big thing. But um, I was not an endurance athlete. <laughs> I played baseball because there's very little running involved. You might sprint once in a while. And that was it. Well, and you were but a
0: pitcher, too, so you I had to a, do so even, even less. less. running, yeah. I was a short lever, <laughs> so all I did do was come
3: in for an inning or two. And I didn't have to be in shape at all, really. But uh, we started getting around. Um, well, Johnny started doing some races with my team, Triumph. And just the uh, the community there and the, uh, the positivity was incredible. Um, and after a few races, I remember I, I said, well, I wonder how hard a 5K would be and it's horrible so i you haven't trained for it and it's hilly so we did a 5k together and i said that, and i said that's great we're good and then uh, johnny said that way. He loved it so then he wanted to do more and more but then you start hanging around people like uh-huh. terrence and other people in the run group run gr and like after a race you do a five K, they'd say, Well, you should try a ten K <laughs> And then you did a ten K, they'd go, Well, you could do the Riverbank run. Yeah. And like an idiot each time you go, Really? <laughs> yeah. You think so? And so after I did the Riverbank run, I said, Okay, that's probably it for us. And some one of the somebody in the group, um, I think it was Donna Crowell and Bev Cheesebro, they go, well, you should try a marathon now. And like an idiot, I go, really? You think I could? And they oh go, yeah. And so, so you can see where it's infectious here around. Yeah. The endurance community is really, really, uh, really, really positive. And that's how we incrementally grew into longer and longer races, did a half Ironman man then a full Ironman. But uh, Johnny took a different approach with walking his mile. He just set this huge goal. And it's one of those things where sometimes you see people set a massive goal and suddenly, things start working to behind the scenes to make that happen. People stepped up. Oh yeah, uh, started helping him doing doing his own training. Um, you know, a lot of work I had to go Even, into it. But uh, things come uh, things come around to help you achieve a massive goal. Sometimes.
0: And is it is it Rifton that created the the uh, my the, walker? Yeah, the walker that that was able to allow your feet to actually be placed correctly and yep. stay and stay so you could actually accomplish that.
5: There was a tool that Riften made that. 'Cause when I walk I scissor a lot, cross my legs and so um Rifton made a tool that allows me to um that goes in with a pin in my walker and allows me to keep my feet separated and helps my uh feet to uh, stay separated and, and thus walk much more efficiently.
0: Yeah, yeah.
5: It's very Uh, Yeah.
0: Reading, just going through the book, it is, um, it's quite amazing. Uh, one of the, one of the things I, um, in addition to the angels, I thought, you know, I wanted to ask this as well. And I hate to just keep referencing the book, but
2: there's, it's just it's so, book, there's just yeah. so there's just so much to it, it. especially I, page one twenty one. Is, is that <laughs> where Terrence comes in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: when I knew you wanted me. I want Terrence to read the massive <laughs> book? <his> yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny you know the I page, page
3: number. Before we break into a course of "How great thou art" <laughs> when we hit <laughs> <had> page <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. The,
0: the book of Reuben, right there. If you if, if you if Mitch and I, it's funny because Mitch and I did the audible because. Oh, yeah. Because uh, and the reason we did the audible, honestly, is because when we talked about this last week, Terrence is like, "Well, okay, hey, let me call him. Hey, Ingars, <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, driving back from Florida. All right, hey, how about a podcast next Friday? <laughs> hey, all right, let's do it. <laughs> well, I guess we better read the book. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: no. So it's like, I, I better get me to the make audible and I just can get make through this. <laughs> and it is great.
0: But the guy that did this, I think, is uh, Michael Metzger. I think is the the guy that read it um, who did the, um, I don't know, the narrator for the, for the book nailed Terrence, <laughs> oh, yeah. the accent, like <laughs> it's now when it came up, yeah. dude, were you not yeah, surprised? Yeah, I, was like, all, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. exactly like Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, a South African accent really, really well. <laughs> nah, and he did nah. the British accent that, that you were, uh, uh, I think maybe attempting or something at, towards the end of the book, uh, when you guys are at, uh, uh, when you're in Kona, mm-hmm. talking about the, the Brits that you yeah. had ran into. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy did a really good job. If you want to listen to the
2: Audible, all that to say. I bring um, more than just color to this group. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I bring the accent as well. You fill in all the empty space. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> well, um, Louis
1: is trying to compete, though. I know, I know. He with does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: space? Hey, yeah. I'm hitting in my runs. I'm, I'm all right. My weight's steady. Um Johnny, I, I do want to ask, like, just when, like, the first time that you did a race, yeah, share that experience of completing a race because I think it's hard for people to understand. You're doing a race. Is this isn't yep. like just uh, a ride along? You're com- you're competing yep. in a race. That's your race. I just could you share some of that?
5: Yeah, I, I when I walked this mile, I had. Uh, goals for myself that I wanted to achieve um, as I was walking along. And so uh, for me, I have to focus on every single step, every single thing that I do with my body, whether it be my breathing, whether it be um, my, my posture, keeping my head up. Um, I didn't like to see where I was going because I knew it was a long ways away. I'm sure that that's normal. I'm sure that happens with a lot of us, but, yeah. but um, it was it was just a w- wonderful thing because, you know, I, I got to experience what Dad experiences mm-hmm. uh, on a daily basis when he's walking with me and, and I understood. You know that I can't say "burn, baby, burn" anymore because, <laughs> because I understood what that that feels like, and so um, it was it was a wonderful thing because you know I had I had family and friends around me um, when I finished that mile I or when I was doing the mile I had all of our church friends behind me when, when they finished the 5k, I was the last person. To, so they came back and, and cheered me on and, and walked with me as I was walking my walker. And, and I really can't explain it, uh, well enough, but it was, it was this tremendous thing because, you know, my faith has always been very, very important for me. And so, um, to have my church community there and people that have supported me throughout, throughout my uh, life and really showed me uh, you know what I was capable of doing if I worked hard enough to achieve it. Um, it was really something special to have them behind me every step of the way. there was even older people who were uh, had chairs and they would they would uh, walk with their chairs and flop down when I needed a break and stuff. Oh. And so that that's the, that's the, um, what it, what it came, or what it, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The beauty of it yeah. all is, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if people could walk several feet and uh, the whole time they were with me and stuff.
6: I think his badge of honor though, honestly was, and tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when he... Was done with the race. He went up to the GR coach, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "He said, Coach, I went out of the gate too fast. <laughs> uh, <that's not> right. <laughs> and Didn't said, pace
0: himself." Coach
6: sat there and and gave him some pointers. And to Johnny, that was like oh. the ultimate because he was being treated like an athlete. Yeah, finally. exactly. Exactly. And, and, and he I, loved it. Yeah. And
2: I think uh, one more thing I want to add to the that um, experience is the one part. that, Uh, Of that whole thing that we don't get to deal with But Johnny has to Is that when he starts to work out and exercise The tone in his body changes So what may seem like an easy step Coming out of the gate Becomes more and more difficult And the fact that he never gave up That he just kept doing it Just one step at a time And he would have to intentionally relax his body Just to make that next step Now think about that Yeah trying to do that and complete this this journey that he's now created for himself. Uh, and so I thought it was incredible to watch him. I mean, I still choke up just yeah. talking about it because oh, sure. not only being there, but knowing, especially as a, as a therapist myself, knowing what the body is going through clinically when someone that has this kind of diagnosis is trying to make any sort of movement possible. Just standing up is a huge effort, let alone walking a mile. It's impossible, Johnny. How do you do it? <laughs> it you knew there was hot dogs at the end, didn't
5: you? <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got my ice cream sundae. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a reward somewhere. <laughs> always
0: some reason to get to the finish line. Not
1: just to finish. That's right. Uh, uh, so is that a thing? Like ice cream sundaes or chocolate milk, right? Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah that's, all, that's always our tradition because... Like I was saying earlier, Dad has the thing where I can eat chocolate. So when we, when I, the minute I cross the finish line, we splurge and we. That's right. we got
2: to keep them as light as possible up <laughs> well, to that problem. point.
3: <laughs> when we came back from Kona the first time, um, Meyer is a huge sponsor of ours and uh, great, great for the community. Um, but they showed up a, a couple of days later. As soon as we got back, they showed up the next day. I think they had how many gallons of ice cream do they have? 20? 25 gallons. Maybe 20 or 25 <laughs> gallons of ice cream for Johnny. And you oh don't my. call me. You talk about yeah. it so huh? It was no, gone so Johnny. fast.
2: Yeah. That's it, Johnny. I'm kidding. So, yeah. Ice I cream
3: do. is his big uh Yeah, he loves the he
2: Meyer too. ice cream. So. I don't drink I don't drink milk, but ice cream is my thing. Yeah. yeah. So I better get my wow. calcium.
1: 25.
2: Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, do you have right, a freezer? 20 of those 25
1: gallons.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, hopefully that was in the... You, well, I don't know when you I would want to eat would. that. <laughs> Put on the weight through the winter so that you can lose it, and then you're you ready get, the next year. It didn't food. last that long. It
3: didn't, didn't last. last. Uh, don't I get, don't yeah. think it made it Thanksgiving. Ice so, cream? Oh. Ice yeah.
2: cream is is a healthy food. Yeah. Oh. Is
5: it? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Right. There it I'm going
2: with that, take out all the calories.
5: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like we have a free one. They
0: take out the calories. Love it. Um, Sorry, my notes are coming up slow here. Um. Oh, so yeah. How did we go? Or, or how did you guys go? Um, explain how you went from, all right, this running is great. How did it go into the Ironman or, or not Ironman, just triathlon period? Like, what was that? What? How did that? come about well i don't
3: think i've ever said this running is great just oh, so you know no. just to be clear because, <laughs> you know what's uh, even to this day people go oh i had a great time went for a great run i look at him like i You're had never crazy. experienced that <laughs> so uh you ever run far enough so. yeah well and, and it, yeah that's i may do 100 miler i guess uh, uh, but, there uh, you go ooh, i mean will, to put in perspective it first
2: on this podcast yeah. yes <laughs> yeah one mile at a
3: time um to put in perspective so our second 5K we did together. The first one was at St. Pat's. We ran together it was when I was just pushing him. The second one, we did one in Sparta, and an 80-year-old power walker was <laughs> oh, beating us right. for two miles. <laughs> and she might have been an Olympic power walker, but she was still 80 years old and kicking our butts and I'm r- huffing and puffing. So I had to really kick it into beat her. So running is not something I thought, this is what I, what I want to do, right? But, <laughs> but Johnny loved it. And so you got to be careful about what your kids suck you into. Uh, so it definitely was an evolution where we would just go further, and he loved it more. And the more time he spent on the course, he just loved. And then he did a couple triathlons with my team. Triathlon. Oh, that's right, with my and, team. Uh, yep. And it was unbelievable. He just loved it. And I watched a couple of these, and if you guys know from being around it, but the endurance community is just incredibly positive. It's, a, it's so exciting. You see people, you think, how can they even do this? And they get through it. And so then uh, the same kind of thing I said to my daughter. I said, "Well, you know, maybe one of these years, you know, you and I could push Johnny in a in a in a sprint triathlon," and um, and we did it, and he just loved it. And so uh, it wasn't as fast. The first one he ever did was Reed's Lake. He was leading the race. There were three stud athletes that that tra- tra- uh, Terrence had compiled. Um, three of the best at each one of their sports, and the, uh, these and they were leading the race for like two thirds of the way. Oh my goodness. It unbelievable. He was going. I said, you'll never go that fast again. <laughs> but, uh, That's where burn baby yeah, burn came. Yeah, exactly. But it was just one of those things where, you know, the longer we did it, he got to spend more time with athletes and he just loved it. And, uh, that it just kind of evolved from there. And then at What's some that- point we got offered to do a half iron man, um, and I said, "I've hit my physical peak again for the last time. I can't do anything possibly more." Uh, uh, she's uh, stealing my... And, and then I and then I gave him my puppy eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part of it. Yeah, but then uh, and then the Iron Man people had seen Johnny walk on ESPN on E60, and they knew we had done some half Iron to so at least at least one, and so they came to us and said, "Hey, would you guys be interested in doing the?" Uh, the Ironman world championship in Kona, Hawaii. And so the bad thing is uh, Johnny's whole life, we've been telling him you got to uh-huh. take on opportunities. You can't let obstacles stand in your way. And like an idiot, I'm thinking, why did I say that? To him? I said, John, sometimes you just have to turn away opportunities. But, uh, no, but I couldn't sit there and say no, because we've been telling his whole life yeah. you have to take these things on. And so I didn't like to swim in open water and, uh, I didn't like any part of it, but uh, sharks and salt that doesn't go well. But anyway, uh, yeah, it, it just it came from there where we just said, well, we got to give it a try, um, and so that, that's how we came came into the world of uh, Iron Man.
2: And, and the turtles were really cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, well,
1: and that that first triathlon was that with Jack Carpenter too? Was that was no. he part of your team? Or no, that was, those, he was Phil, that
2: one Phil Van Yeah, yeah,
3: Chad that, yeah. Chad yeah. Oh, the first one, no. yeah, yeah, the very Chad. first one, yeah. But the first one we did in yeah. my team triumph, Jack was with us. Yeah, and that helped a lot because he did the bike. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, wait.
0: It was, uh, with the first one you did was Luddington, right? Yep, yeah. And did. that was
3: with? That was with Jack and a couple other yeah, folks, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. but okay. the first one he ever did, Johnny ever did, was Reed's Lake, yeah. and uh, he was just yeah. on so fire. So when we
2: started My Team Triumph in 2008, Johnny did one of the, oh, so oh. Triadal Soul was our first triathlon, and then Reed's Lake Tri was the second one. And Johnny did like triathlon. Okay. And for those
3: who don't know, I mean, Terrence and a couple, a couple other guys, they founded this group called My Team Triumph, yep. which takes kids like Johnny and runs them in a race, just like they're part of everybody else. They, they go to pack pickup, they get prepared. Um, so it's like they're in the race, just like everyone else. So it's, it opened up doors for us. We never would have dreamed of because our, we had never even thought about triathlon doing it with Johnny until yeah. guys like Terrence came along and, uh, you know, uh, incredibly unselfish, right? To, to sit there and, and try to take all your energy and put it behind taking kids in these runs. But it's amazing. And I think it's led to, especially Johnny, I mean, a lot of these kids get a lot out of it, but uh, you, you probably know who Dick Hoyt was or Rick and Dick yeah. Hoyt. The, so the greatest you know, team duo that will ever be in triathlons. And, and we were talking to, to Dick, Hoyt, uh, Dick Hoyt before the Ironman world championship first time. And, and he said, the, the biggest thing with Johnny is he can communicate what he's thinking and feeling. He said, Rick, his son, you know, has to talk through a computer and it's always after the fact, but oh. Johnny can tell you what he's experiencing time, right at yeah. the time. And he said, it's really important for Johnny to be giving a voice to these kids who can't communicate. And so that's oh. what we started thinking about. We, we really think now we, but Becky and Johnny really need to think about writing a book, uh, because Dick Hoyt said his voice, you know, you got to get it out there and have, for people to know what it's like for these kids to, to do this stuff.
5: Talking to people during races, Mitch. so we, know? Yeah, we, we can get you to be he's,
2: quiet. He's getting material for the next book. That's uh, what it is. Yeah,
5: <laughs>
2: yeah it, it
1: was great because he I was like, I'm sorry if I'm talking too much. It's like, no. Like, we are, we are, we're, I mean, I like to tease him about talking too much, but we were, we were enjoying it. I mean, I think Sean, Sean, You and Sean talked a lot.
5: Yeah, we did. Well, (laughs)
0: you've got two that like to talk
5: a lot. (laughs) Sean.
2: (laughs) Sean. Say, lucky for you, I wasn't in that group. I
0: have have paced Sean at Fifth Third or Riverbank trying to break two. And I remember the first time. I had to tell her, I'm like, Sean, you need to stop talking. To you need that breath to get us to where we need to go. Yeah. Stop.
5: We, we had an absolute breath, And I think it's it's really good for runners too because it's distracting for yeah. them when we, can, when we can talk to them too. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one of the things though that, and Jeff, you just brought that up as you're talking about what Johnny expressed as in wanting to do. And then, you know, you sort of went along with the plan. You know, and and I always look at it as given the options. You know, you you wouldn't really want to be going and doing these things, but but for the love of your kid mm-hmm. and and his desire, and that's that's the thing that drives you. Yeah, I made and a list, the and, that, and that this is not in the top one hundred. <laughs> <saying, no>. <laughs> but, but, I think it's one thousand four hundred twelve. <laughs> so. But I think though that's what I love about you guys as a family is how you. You look at this goal as if it's his goal; it's your mm-hmm. goal, and if it's his goal, it's all of your yeah, goal. Right. And as a family together, you figure out how to get that done. And I think a lot of us could learn about how we mm-hmm. can work as a team. And I think it's uh, sometimes we we think uh, we when we start doing these activities and signing up for these races, it it is a bit of a selfish endeavor. But if we as a family, as a team, could gather around and support that person, mm-hmm. the thing that Johnny is trying to accomplish is. It's a big deal. The thing that individuals like, like, you know, Mitch and Lewis are trying to accomplish doing a hundred miler. It's a big deal. And so to have that family support, I think is so important. And that's, I love that about the A-guards as well. Well,
1: going back to My Team Triumph though, like selfishly, we, we have done just an episode on My Team Triumph. Yeah. And, and I do believe in this cause. Mm-hmm. And how I got kind of roped in the first time is I had a friend that was a para pro at um, a school and she worked with two kids that were visually impaired. One was in a wheelchair. One one was fine. He just couldn't see. And we pushed, or we were on teams with them the first time. So we had two teams and we stuck together the whole time. I had so much fun. These kids were a riot and they would be talking to each other and they'd be talking to everybody. It was so much fun. I'm like, I'm doing this every time.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is. it's great for the people. Yeah, it's not just the kid but everybody but, gets something and it does make the races go by a lot faster. It does.
1: And the, what I was so amazed by is how they, these, these two kids pulled everybody in around them too. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. the one kid he would, that we were, that we were with, he would, he would, you know, like yell, you know, like talk to all other, other participants and say, yeah. you're doing good. I know you're tired. You're doing good. <laughs> and then, you know, he could see some color. So if uh-huh. he saw a sign, he'd be like, I can see the color. Oh, wow. And then, um, kids so you know they're messing around but he would put his foot on that front wheel and <laughs> no, try no, to stop so you it don't. and it was so funny like he would do that and it's like and the one guy was kind of getting upset with him like i'm tired <laughs> just <stop doing> that. <laughs> and i'm like hey you're fine i was yeah. like but i said how about you just use that when we're going down a hill yeah, yeah like like you, you'll be the brakes he's like okay
4: he's like are we on a hill yet
1: like no we're, not <laughs> but we're going down one hill i'm like all right we're now we need you. Now and we need he you. He bought. He rubbed the rubber off the bottom <laughs> of his foot. <laughs> it was so funny.
3: Oh, Man. that is funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: that, yeah I, I think yeah. Uh, the time, the few times that I've gotten to, to do my team triumph, I do re- recall one time that was pretty similar in in the context of um, uh, uh, the Hoyt Hoyt family. Um, she Rose. Do you remember Rose? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but she didn't communicate um, tiny little girl. Um, and I I remember, uh, meeting her parents uh, when we, right before we got started, I think this was trying to think of what race this was. I bet it was fifth or riverbank. Yeah. I I bet it was riverbank. And, uh, the, you could see though on her face, just how happy she was right. to be doing it. Like she didn't, she didn't verbally communicate. And then to see her parents at the end, well, it was actually just her mom at the end, just uh, she could tell how much fun her daughter had had. And then in turn, her, how blessed her, her mom was in the same, you know, for just for going out and running. I mean, it, for us, it's, it's not, um, I mean, it is, it's, it's wonderful. I, I love the idea of giving back and supporting a community that, that can use some support and things like that and, uh, helping others that they can't, um, necessarily do something and you do get rewarded, but man, just the, the idea of just seeing them, I, how I feel, rewarded they are. I feel selfish because I guess I, I actually get so much out of it.
1: Like I just yeah. this last time and it was just like, it just went by. It was so much fun. And we we had such a good group too. So we're all giving each yeah, yeah. giving each other a hard time. And you know, <laughs> the, I think that the is the jokes. piece
6: though, Lewis, that a lot of people miss with my team triumph is that it it's great for the runners, for the Angels and the Captains, but I think the families, it's yeah. amazing um, what an effect it has on the family. because I think it opens up so many opportunities for the families yeah. to see, oh my gosh, my child actually has something to do or, yeah. you know, there's hope in their life. That's an amazing thing. That's a really yeah. good point. It definitely
2: well, shines a light, you know, on individuals that have different levels of disability that can still participate in events with the rest of us. We don't just take them out and put them completely separate. We put them in with the rest of the group and it's, you know, the, the inspiration works both ways. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, well, that's what I was going to say is something that Johnny mentioned earlier is um, talking about the angels, you had mentioned, you know, they're a role model and, but I would flip that and say, you're a, you're a very inspirational role model. And I'm, I mean, I, I think if you, I think you can get this without reading the book, but man, you read the book, you can see how much of a role model, role model you are, how much of a role model your family is. And I know things aren't perfect. Like I, I, you get the book, you get like, um, uh, a, a broad over. Yeah. Yeah. A snapshot. So I, I know that there's tough times. I know it's, it's like not all roses, but man, you guys are doing it and you're, you're doing it well as a family. And I would say, Johnny, you're a more, probably more of a role model to people around you than you even know. Well, I think you do know, I think you do get it some, but I mean, for me, like I'm just a guy, that just runs and reading the book, I'm going, man, this guy is amazing and inspiring me to do work, better.
1: We're going to make his head really big.
5: <laughs> well, I, you know, for me, for me, I think, you know, I just, I just do it cause I, I you know, it's, it's my day to day life and I just do it cause, um, I love to do it, but you know, when I, when I hear stories like that, I call it the cycle of inspiration where uh, people say that I'm an inspiration, but in reality, or people like me are an inspiration, but in reality, the inspiration comes right back
2: to us. Yeah. You know? And yeah. we all have that kind of role, right? In our society. Yeah. That's how we lift each other up. Yeah. right. Uh, life is really not about me and my accomplishments or you and yours. And so we go along doing the things the best way we can to the best degree we can. And if we can support a community around us, inspire each other, why not? But I think in large part, that's not
0: how life or or the world is. I think it's a lot of me, me, me. And so it's very inspirational to not see or to see something different. Yeah, Yeah, like, And I, I don't want. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to say it's for the wrong reason, but PT Sports Pro, the way you're approaching healthcare and helping people and creating a different community, um, different from the status quo that, that is just a number and get out the door. It's, it's turn over the insurance money so that we can just get onto the next thing. I think so. about that, like
2: make ripples, right? So, and, and that's where it's got to start.
1: And I think it's important.
2: Johnny's making ripples for sure, man. So Johnny's actually had a series of races over since we started, right? Back in 2008. Yeah. I'm curious as to what was your most, like, fun race to do. Huh? Grand Rapids Marathon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last fall. Last fall, Grand Rapids Marathon.
5: Grand Rapids Marathon, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to put um, words in
1: his mouth. <laughs>
5: I did. Uh, we did, um, we did Um, Kona the first time in 2016. Right. And, and it was really, really beneficial for me because um, we didn't finish. But that whole experience gave me an opportunity to say that sometimes life is not all sunshine and roses. You know, I was treated like, like everybody else was. You know, in Iron Man, you have 17 hours to do it. And, you know... Just because I'm in a walker and, and people f- feel sorry for me, that doesn't mean that I get 20 hours. Right, right. You and, know. Um, and so it was really beneficial for me because it gave me an opportunity to say, okay, I need to get better at this because Mm. we didn't make the mic cut
2: off. You said said something very inspirational on camera. (laughs) Do you remember what that was? Uh,
5: Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And for me, you know, within within sports, you know, people never, never fail. They always... um, Find ways to improve themselves. Like the lions, yeah. Based on based on, based on experiences they've had. Like the lions, yeah. I like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Based on experiences they've had, you know, you take things from every experience they've <laughs> had. Yeah. And so with me, that's very very beneficial for me, because I I fail multiple times every day. You know, just mom likes to say, just getting out of bed. And so for me, you know, that's just part of the process to me succeeding. And so, yeah,
2: so he literally takes this idea of rolling out of bed. Literal. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but it, yeah. isn't it interesting though, that of all the races he's done, the one that he picks as his favorite is the one that he's never completed. Yeah. And that just goes to show you how Johnny looks at races and the way we do too. Right. Uh, and what an inspiration is that to be able to look at, uh, Lack of completion as still being a a positive thing, right? and I don't want to use the word failure because you just said you know we we don't it's not a failure. it's, yeah, well, it's we, an opportunity yeah. to learn.
3: Right, we call we call it our successful failure. Um, we do now at the AD time. Lab. So it's <laughs> it it's burst. one of those things it where hurt. what's that? Uh? It hurt at the time. It was horrible. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, I'm like only a million people watched us fail on national TV. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so not like it's humiliating or anything. And uh, it's not like I was. Certainly we would make it because I knew it's, I mean, it's called the most brutal one-day endurance event on the yeah. planet, right? And It is. Um, and I had never even completed a full Ironman on any kind of a course, let alone the worst one in the world. But um, but at the time when uh, when we didn't make it through the race and Johnny was looking at it as well, this is just, you know, it's something part of the process. We failed. We'll come back and, you know, we'll learn from this. And, uh, and I know Becky did. I think Terrence was part of this whole scheme too where they Maybe. said, uh, hey, you possibly. know what? Uh, something good 's going to come of this, and my response because I was so insightful, <laughs> I said nothing good's going to come of this <laughs> and I was so angry, so fierce about the whole uh, thing and i said i don 't want to hear there 's something good 's going to come of this right so yeah. But we kept doing more and more races because Johnny wanted to do this and uh and we kept trying to make it through an Ironman. and then we had we had a crash in one race, someone ran into us, we had a flat tire for forty miles on his chariot, we had a driving rainstorm in Indiana, we had massive heat in Texas and almost had heat stroke. And so, uh, we had five other times or five total times. We didn't make it through an Ironman and, um, the most normal people would say that's enough, but, uh, but not us. So, so we kept <laughs> trying. And then, uh, we, we got to Ironman Maryland and we finished with four minutes to spare. Johnny walked the finish line. Um, and so then, uh, it was just, to me, that was like the, the culmination of not giving up. And Johnny just saw things as you know that it's it's going to be leading towards something else. Even if you don't make it, oh, there's your awesome. Ironman Maryland race. Right. And so, uh, and and I, I hate to act like we're Brandy bragging band. about it, but my uh, my daughter put out a video of the race, uh, summary of it, and ESPN picked it up. And so, a million people watched us fail. But now, the last time we checked, this was months ago. Thirty-five million people yeah. have watched us finish. Oh. So, I hate to say Terrence and Becky are right. But, uh, uh, is that and then subsequently, Johnny was in a commercial with The Rock, the biggest actor on the planet, and Michael Phelps, the greatest Olympian of all time. And so you, you, you think none of those things would have happened had we, had we made it through the oh, first time because yeah. yeah. there'd have been no reason to keep pushing. I know, So right. yeah. really, that's why we try to call it our successful failure now because it was all about Johnny furthering his career and learning and growing and doing stuff, not about us making it through an Iron Man. And so it's really led to some incredible things that just never would have happened otherwise. So I have to state that I, I was wrong. So we've,
1: we've, we've, Lewis and I have Nose talked head. about this multiple times, though. But that's that. I don't, I don't care about PRs as much as I care about suffering. I don't know what people think I'm sick, but (laughs) I, I think those are the best best stories because you're going to suffer. If you're doing a distance, a a distance race, you're going to suffer at some point. And, and what did you do to get out of that? And that's where I think redemption comes. I think that it it is huge. Yeah. And I, you know, somebody doesn't trains and they're going to qualify for Boston or whatever. And they have a bad race. And my first thing, what would you learn? You know, and and I've had people get mad at me about that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, well, then you don't get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. what are you learning every time? And I think yeah. it's important that way. Yeah. I think I remember that that conversation about the uh, the 2016 Kona finish. And and I think it was a few races later, I was talking to Johnny and I said something to the effect of, boy, if you had finished Kona in 2016, none of this other stuff would have happened. Because we would have accomplished the ultimate, the dream, right? And now the, the, the idea of God having a much greater plan for us than we even know at the time, all we have to do is just be immediate and take that one step at a time forward. And to see these guys do that is been great. And I, and I love that I get to travel with them and get to experience it side by side with them. Uh, and so, I, I, you know, I, I share the failures as much as I share the victories. And it's, it's, it's truly inspirational. So that's why I just, I couldn't, when these guys said they wanted you on the show, Johnny, I'm like, heck yeah, let's make this happen <laughs> now. <laughs> Don't tell me twice. Yeah, so, uh,
5: <laughs> they're very excited we're going. And the family is very excited we're actually I'm going back to Kona. Oh,
2: wait, 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 wait! Drum roll again, please. Uh, what's what's, happening? what's yeah. happening this year,
5: Johnny? Uh, we're actually going back to Kona this year. All right. And we we actually have waited uh, seven years to go back, and so it's it's um very very exciting Terrence is coming with us I right. know you know that or not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yes <laughs> I am
5: But you're coming I, with us I need, and... I, need,
1: I need to go along <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be there I think we need to do a podcast yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. We need yeah, to do a, yeah, yeah, a live right recording
5: <laughs> Yeah you, you have no choice Terrence But you, <laughs> Lewis and Mitch are welcome too <laughs> <laughs> That would be fantastic Live from Kona, <laughs> yeah, live from Kona. yeah but yeah. we're excited yes. And it's it's gonna be awesome to uh, put a put a try and put a on what we started in in the road to get there is is the most exciting part. I yeah, think. So.
2: yeah. And it's funny because you know when you talk about uh, when everyone accomplishes something amazing, what's the first thing they say when they get interviewed? Hey, so what are you doing next? We're going to. Disney. <laughs> well, these guys just got back from Disney. you yeah, yeah. yeah. need to go So, there. so, so Johnny, like, I, I got one better. We're going to Kona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, at the end and, of Disney. Where are you yeah, going? Kona. <laughs> I do. I do yeah, find they just... some sort of a biblical context here yeah, with with so, the seven year, you know, return to Kona. So, there's something biblical. <laughs> about that? You got to believe it, Johnny.
1: <laughs> I want to. I want to touch on that for a second. So, you just did the dopey at Disney, which means yeah. the five k, ten k, half, and full. Was it just the two of you two?
3: Yes. Well? well there were several other teams. It was just the two of us as a team doing it. Okay. And I tell you it was uh it's it's a great race to do. Now, I mean the four days in a row wasn't isn't the greatest. But um you run through the parks and there were I think there were twenty five thousand people doing it. It's just insane. But uh, you see people scattering all over the place because they're constantly running to take pictures. You can actually ride some of the rides during the marathon. I've heard oh that. my god! Expedition Everest. You know they they had people lining up. They would put you in a fast pass lane and and get you on the race right away or on the ride right away. So it's incredible. I mean, the the marathon went by so fast. It was uh, just a pure joy to do it. Versus sometimes you're out slogging miles or you're out in the middle of nowhere. But uh, there's a lot of entertainment, a lot of activity going on. So yeah, this is one of
5: the best. I I. Dad was excited because I couldn't talk much that way because I was <laughs> distracted by everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no dad jokes. Sure, not as many there.
5: And not
2: as many. Not as many.
5: But, but there was, there was. So
2: Hey, so Johnny, tell us a little bit more about Kona. What's so yeah. what's the preparation? What's the plan? So how is this all happening? So I'm I'm excited because um PT Sports Pro
5: <laughs> is actually gonna be a part of luck. this. <laughs> uh, so actually, okay. gonna be a part wanna, of this. So I I, I'm gonna a- train there when it opens. So. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. When it opens that was uh, not what I was alluding to. <laughs> but, yeah, but thank yeah, you, Johnny. Th- 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 <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the yeah,
5: but, <laughs> but I'm excited. In, in um uh, I'm working a lot in in my on my indoor um training now. So like my parallel bar that I have my gym, working on my sitting and standing, working on my core strength and my, um, my, uh, stretching. And so, um, when I can walk outside with that, I can, I can get, um, hit the ground running there, so... Hey, that's awesome. It's all it, basically it, behind closed doors
2: now. <laughs> so. Can't yeah. let any of the media see that. Yeah, know yeah, no, 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 what's going on. So I, I, think, I think, Mom, you better be catching some B-roll on all yeah, of this yeah. stuff, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are, we are, yep, we are.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. How, how did this whole Kona thing even happen? How, help the rest of the <laughs> folks here understand how cool this was.
5: So, um... I had, I had told... Uh, CBS actually came uh, because uh, they wanted to do a story on Dead Night in November of last year. And, uh, and they, because they had seen my Iron, uh, the uh, I shouldn't say my, our Iron Man finish. And so um, they... You beat me by one second. Right? I, I, yeah, yeah. And so um they wanted to do a do a follow up story in um in uh June or July Father's Day and under the guise that it would be a Father's Day uh, special, special yeah. but um they had previously asked my mom who if Johnny could get a message from any of his favorite athletes who would it be? And so, um, uh, mom had said either Michael Phelps, Payne Manning, or I can't remember <laughs> either Michael Phelps or Payne Manning. So, um, during our interview, they had said, um, <clears throat> they had asked us to do a, a Happy Father's Day America or whatever, uh, And they said, do you want to play that back to show us how we did and stuff and tell us if we needed to redo it or anything. So, um, But when they replayed it, uh, Peyton Manning came on the screen. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Telling telling us that we had been invited back to Kona.
2: That's incredible. I I get the chills just listening to that. I I watched...
1: I watched that and the, the look on your face when you go, oh my
5: God. I was still trying to process it. I, I,
1: I think I got tears in my eyes I was like oh my
5: gosh that is so cool As a, as a matter of fact I was so taken back by Peyton Manning saying my name yeah. who's, Peyton, I who's Peyton Manning? Uh, Peyton Manning is the is, uh, He plays the American version of uh, of but, but, uh, <laughs> so is this the American Ronaldo? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that's awesome. But, yeah, he had he had told us we're going back to Kona, and I hadn't even I hadn't even processed it. I was so taken back by the fact that he had said my name that I didn't even hear Kona. <laughs> and so when they when they turned it off, I I. I had to say, what was that? (laughs) So, so Jeff, what was your reaction after that? Not not quite as an
3: extent. It's one of those things, the good news you're going, the bad news is you're going. So, um, I quickly was thinking, we have 17 months to train. Now, the good thing is, the first time we went, we only had about six months to train. And I had not been anywhere near that level of of training. So, um, a lot of time to do it. Um, and we've learned a lot over the last many years. I mean, one of the big things and what Terrence and I have worked on a lot, um, over the last several years was the, uh, when you're pulling that much weight. So I'm pulling double the weight of an, of a typical person, you know, we're about 400 pounds on our bike. And so, um, you just can't train by, by spinning faster yeah. or, um, just by biking longer miles, you have to have substantial leg strength. So probably for the last three or four years, um, I've done a lot more leg strength with the exercises that Terrence has given me of just building up that strength so you can gut your way up miles or up hills. Cause when you, if you think about it, if you, you guys, you guys bike, right? I have, so when I talk to people, I go, so when you're, when you're going up a hill, what's your miles per hour? They'll go, I might be back down to like 14 or 15 miles an hour. And I'm normally 18 or 19. I go, I'm going four miles an hour. <laughs> oh my and if I stop at all, we're going to fall over. So that's wow. how hard it is for us to go up hills with that much weight. So without leg strength, you're just never going to get up the hill. And then if you do, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I can feel it. I can feel a hill coming before I see the thing. And so without leg strength, you're never going to survive. And then you because you're just going to kill your legs getting uphill, and you just won't have anything for the running at all. So, so leg strength training has been probably the number one thing that I've done. That uh, we've worked on a lot. That's really helped a tremendous amount, and and I keep doing that. And then um, we have a coaching group uh, to do all my actual workouts out of a company called Evolve. That uh, CBS had uh, given us um, a good recommendation on as a, a company to work with. So it's a team of uh, a team of coaches out of the, the head coaches out of St. Louis, but there's coaches all over the world, they all have a special expertise. So they're kind of it's kind of set up for someone um, similar to my situation where you've got to look at everything nutrition and. And uh, the kind of training and workouts and everything. And so they're they're just on it every single day. Like that's their full-time job. And their mission is to get us through this thing. But a lot of groundwork. If you haven't done all the groundwork for years and years, um, and I attribute most of it to the strength training that I've done, that has really gotten me where I need to be today.
1: So what I, what I hear too, there's no more Panda Express then. <laughs> well, Only, yeah, well, the there's a little is. bit, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe once in a while, but not I as, much as know, there used to be, so, uh, yeah, and, not and, quite as much. And for Iron Man, the, the the crazy thing about Iron Man, there's no passes. Like Johnny already talked about this. There like 17 hours is 17 hours, no yeah. matter what. And the there's game. no team. It's just you and One Johnny. Yeah, exactly. My, yep, we, exactly. we do right. my team triumph, we have three or four angels typically mm-hmm. to run a marathon. Well, and even just a try, there's yeah.
3: three different yeah. Yeah. the
0: three different disciplines are covered.
3: Yeah, yeah, and it's very hard to not to really fully understand what it takes to actually haul that much weight around like we're doing, unless you've actually done it. So that's why you know. So we're he's not of- with Ter- Terrence. He's one of the few people. You know, there's only a few people in the world that really understand fundamentally what it takes to get through and pull that much weight. And so, uh, having him on our team has been great. So, and we've been—he's been involved with us since uh, 2016.
1: He's until Iron Man. No more chocolate. No more ice cream.
5: What are we <laughs> yeah, thinking? Yeah, that, that's the goal. That's the goal for me. And, and so, um, <laughs> it's going to be very difficult, but to, to accomplish things, you need to make sacrifices.
2: It's right. so well, hard. don't worry, Mom and I will take one for the team. <laughs> Eat all the ice cream so they can <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm excited to experience, like I said, for the the whole aspect of of what training to be successful looks right. like. And right. so,
3: um, I mean, we were clueless about doing races like an Ironman race. So I remember the first time. I, I think it was Terrence too that mentioned. Uh, um, you don't wear underwear underneath your bike shorts. <laughs> yes. And I thought, well, he's just screwing around. With me. Of course. You know, why would you? Know? But you think about wearing underwear for eight hours and the chafing issues and everything. Yeah. But those are the things that we didn't know the right. most oh, basic wow. things. And we got to the Ironman race, and he's like, okay, where are your bags full of your stuff? We're like, what? We're used what to hauling that, in, no. you know, tons of, uh, you know, backpacks and all kinds of stuff with our junk. And he goes, no, Ironman gives you five bags. You fill those up. That's all you can carry into the whole place. And so, I mean, we were so uninformed about what was going on with the race. And, uh, but now we've done them for many years and a lot better handle what's happening. And the training's gotten a lot better. And you
1: have, but. you have a better bike now too, right? Is that
3: they've changed a lot of stuff up. Yeah. So we, um, we had a company called cycles Chinook based out of New Hampshire, uh, they build custom tandem bikes and uh, their owner saw us in a race and he contacted us and said, Hey, would you guys ever think about using a, uh, a tandem bike? And cause we had talked to a few people and they all said, you can't build a tandem for that much weight. It can't, you know, the bike can't withstand it. And he said, Oh no, it can be done. You know, you have to have the right engineering. So he engineered the bike, um, zip Shram vo- donated all the parts and, oh, wow. uh, he built the bike, um, all we had to pay for was the design and, and it was unbelievable. So, um, just an incredible bike. It's a one of a kind and, uh, what's that? Yeah. Pretty aerodynamic. And the biggest issue actually is, uh, amazing. I work with a lot of engineers who know about this stuff where, um, rolling resistance is one of the biggest problems you can have, unless it's really windy. Then obviously the aerodynamics is big, yeah. but rolling resistance with four wheels is really brutal. So now we're down to two, they're a little bit fatter. So you like probably like two and a half times uh, of a normal wheel, but, uh, it's, um, it's dramatically better. So lower weight, better wind resistance and less rolling resistance has really been a huge help for us. And then the the best thing is Johnny, actually the engineer who runs a company at uh, cycle Chinook said, would Johnny ever want to be turned around and face backwards? Oh, and we're thinking, Oh my, that would be great because he can never talk to anybody. And you know, he loves to talk, right? (laughs) So, uh, People would blow past us so fast, even if they said something, he couldn't respond quick enough. This way, he sees them coming. They'll slow down a little bit, shout them for a few minutes, and then they head on. And it's great. And then he doesn't have to look at my rear end for eight hours. But uh, it's, it we're more He'll aerodynamic because he's right up against <laughs> my back. And yeah. it's just a phenomenal setup. So it really, really has been a great thing have for you, us.
1: Have you raced with this bike yet? Yes, yeah, so so that's how yeah. we got
3: through Maryland. Yeah. Okay. We raced a couple races, yeah. You know, and we fantastic. would have been through Texas. Someone ran into us and slammed into us at a at an aid station. Oh. So Johnny saw it coming. He's like, "Yeah." He oh, goes, "Well, no. at least I know what it's like to be in a crash."
4: <laughs>
2: oh wow! Yeah. So that's pretty exciting to hear about this this journey, this next journey to Kona, and uh, I love all the little things that are now being done in preparation for that. And I'm excited to be a part of it as well. Uh, we we re- we actually fit out our gym at PT Sports Pro. To have equipment there that Johnny could actually work out on, and so I'm I'm excited yeah. about not just opening the doors for someone like Johnny, but for anyone that has you know that is able that wants to come in and work out, um, you know, with a disability that we can accommodate them and allow them yeah. to to do the things that we take for granted. And I think
5: it's huge too, Terrence, when you when you give people like us the opportunity to understand how to use the machines, how to how to use the machines to better ourselves, I think it's really big for not only me, but for a lot of, a lot of people like us. And so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that.
2: going to turn you into a machine, Johnny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're, you're, uh, you had 17 months when you found out and now you have roughly seven. How are you... How are you sitting right now, Jeff? Pretty-, <laughs> uh, pretty much panic every
3: day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I pretty much either yeah. I'll either yes. I'll either be because I have a full time job, a fairly demanding full time job. So I'll either be working, um, working out, or sleeping. So yeah. uh, I usually come home one night after a workout, and I just lay down in bed and and I'm out for the night. But uh, but it's 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 a lot of work for me to be doing. Um, a lot of work for Johnny. But I think what what you don't notice is all the work that Becky has to do to try mm-hmm. to pull this together. Right. So the fundraising, um, just to give you an idea, uh, it's insanely expensive in Hawaii to get a house that's accessible, that's close enough to the race course. Um, it's just, it's just insane how expensive everything is. So, so while uh, we're looking at um, trying to raise over almost ninety thousand dollars, wow. of what it takes, and that's just the real cost. That's just a, um, is it's just crazy. We look at the flights for our team. We have, you know, we have a large team. We need have people that need help with Johnny um, our coaching staff to be there and, um, and to to get everybody to be, um, on site for the amount of time to acclimate and all that. It's just a crazy amount of, uh, cost to get there. So, so all that, um, Becky and all the marketing behind what we're trying to do as well falls on Becky to do, um, the coordination, the timing and scheduling. So it's a incredible amount of work. She, she gets zero credit for, but, uh, without it, we would absolutely be, uh, We'd be lost, so yeah. we'll, we'll buy you a margarita and Kona. Right. <laughs> 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 Might be more than one. Yeah. Do you
2: have a Do you have a page or something like that that we can link? We yeah. do.
6: We yeah. have a GoFundMe page actually right now.
2: So, um, so what what do well, people look for if they're trying to support you? Because I know there's a lot of people listening to this right now are going to be inspired by the story and want to see Team Agar hit Kona. So how yeah, do they... Yeah, if
6: you just Google Team Agar team Kona. Ag- so
2: look for Team Agar Kona.
6: Mm-hmm. Team yeah. Agar Kona. And um, that GoFundMe page should pop up, yeah. Fabulous. Website yeah. And Johnny's got a website.
5: Yeah, got a website. Yeah. I have a website. Um, team or We have a website, <laughs> teamagar.com. And, and you can support there too.
1: Awesome. Excellent. I was going to bring up, you know, like... Terence is giving me such a hard time about the the lions, and then you're wearing a lions hat. I love then, the lions, and then you have a little rivalry. I can't say the word rivalry. Yeah, that one with your sister. So your sister's a big Green bait. I just watched an Instagram <laughs> that cracked me up. Yeah, with her and you screaming her ear.
5: So so when I when I'm not training or racing with that. Um, I love watching sports, and my, one of my teams is the Lions, so my sister and I go back and forth. She's a Green Bay fan. I'm a, I'm a Lions fan, so so she goes back and forth with me, and, and she's, she's a lot more knowledgeable about football than I am now, but she goes back and forth with me, and we have a blast. So.
0: Well, let's face it. One more week, yeah. it could be... yeah. yeah. Lions in uh, Green Bay. And c- we could railroad oh. with each other. <laughs> are, you gonna, are you inviting any over? If that, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for that. If
5: that happens, is
1: she is she going to be at home watching the game? With oh you?
5: yeah, we've already we've already talking about
1: having. A, did you did you say maybe we'll have to watch the Lions and Forty ers Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But well, they, I, I'm really excited for that. And, and you know the... the have something to break up the the growing
0: yeah. parts yeah. of the training
5: is really fun. So Yeah,
0: this will be a nice
2: <laughs> next few weeks and then you're gonna be yeah, nose yeah. to the grindstone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, it will be fun to do sort of a, a mid, you know, in a couple of months, see where the eight a- guys are after yeah. their training. Yeah, yeah. How, just catch up and yeah. how's the fundraising coming along, see if there's yeah. something else we can do to help you guys push a little bit forward with that. Yeah. So yeah.
5: yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. Well this has been an amazing time just talking to you guys. I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. I want to thank you guys for doing this book too because um if if whoever's listening to this podcast takes anything from this, uh I would highly recommend just going out and getting the impossible mile. Uh just search Johnny Agar, the the impossible mile. It, there's inspiration throughout this. And one of the things that I I really took away that really uh I don't know just was really Weighing on my heart was your guys' faith. Um, it is deeply rooted. I I I mean, it is throughout the book. Um, and that to me really just, man, the way Johnny talks about how important God is to him and his faith and how he holds on to that throughout everything. Obviously, that comes from, you know, you guys have instilled that, and I think that's amazing. I, I just want to thank you guys for that because I think that in addition talks to a lot of people. Um, so, anyway, yeah. If you are hearing this, I would highly recommend getting that book. It is super inspirational. It will make you want to do things. It'll make you want to be a better person uh, in so many ways. Mitch and I were talking That's the about best man, compliment. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. We were talking about what horrible dads we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, true. Not, not exactly uh, in those words that, no. that, was not, that was
5: not our intention we know that we know that everybody tries their very hardest yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I maybe that, could yes. try
2: a little harder, right?
4: <laughs> I, harder. I just have to I try harder
1: <laughs> but you know i i just said this about jeff and becky too i said this earlier you know like the, the your commitment and yeah. it's just you're just yeah. living life you know, it's not its not anything extraordinary, but that makes it
0: so extraordinary to me. So thank I really you. appreciate that.
1: And, uh, thank you. And
0: we could go on and on, honestly. There are a lot of things I want to talk about from the book, um, but in the just trying to be cognizant of time here, I'd like to begin to wrap this up. Um, are there any final comments, Terrence? Looks like you wanna. It's
2: been an absolute joy talking to the Agar's tonight. Plus, I haven't seen them in such a long no, time, I so this this has been like a bit of a catch up. And yeah. I feel like I'm I'm opening up a little Pandora's box here, just because there's so much really cool stuff, yeah. that is behind what you see as Team Agar. And I love the fact that even in 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 what you see out on the race course, hopefully after today's episode, you get to understand a little bit more of what happens in the background. And and thanks for being such an inspiration to all of us, Jeff, Becky, and Johnny. And thank you guys. It's
5: it's awesome to see Mitch too. We we hadn't seen each other since Grand Rapids. We have so not. It was, it was great. It was great. So the next race, I'm. Are you, are you guys
1: are you going to be at Riverbank this year? I think so.
3: yes. yeah, we'll be there for sure. So if you want to run it with Johnny? I, um, would,
1: I would really enjoy that. Actually, great.
3: I can, great. great to do that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> T-
0: Terrence, if oh, <laughs> you guys can exchange phone numbers while we're here,
5: know yeah. <laughs> how to talk. Yeah, and I, I just want to thank my team Triumph too and Terrence for all the work that he puts in to make these opportunities possible for not only me but for everybody too. So. Welcome. <laughs>
3: Well, and yeah, speaking of that, I think it highlights that uh, a couple of decisions in your life that you make, you don't think they're going to lead to that much necessarily. Um, but everything Johnny's been doing and he's motivating people all over the world, we hear from people from all kinds of countries, um, as far away as Japan and other places. And we've heard some amazing stories about people that have done uh, amazing things that turn their lives around because they're inspired by Johnny. And you think back to like, Terrence and those couple of guys, if they hadn't decided to start something like My Team Triumph, Johnny never would have even dreamed of triathlon. He wouldn't even dreamed of doing any kind of a 5K race because uh, it was not on my radar at all. So those smaller decisions sometimes you make can lead to some incredible things for a lot of people. So I would just encourage people to, to take inspiration from Johnny and Terrence and, and uh, get after your goals and, and start looking for ways to improve things. You can find,
5: more about, you can find out more about my team triumphs. Uh, is right. it my team? MTT, MTT Michigan U.S. Michigan. Dot org. But yeah. they have they have chapters all over the place. Yes, we we that's we about a good thing minutes. to point out. Yeah, yeah, or chapters
1: throughout you the know, United States. It wasn't my team trying it, but I did a, a 50K and I had friends doing a 100 miler. They had somebody doing the 100 miler as that. 100%. So they're, you know...
2: It's out <laughs> hey, there. Kind of, no, who do you that I said? Johnny, CVS I know
3: the first guy to go on your team for your hundred mile race. He's sitting right across the table over here.
0: Nice <laughs> one, Jordan. Uh, for maybe half.
4: <laughs>
0: I'll tell you, hundred miles is. Mitch knows this. It, I. So number one, I so Ludington was my second try. Um, so I, I, well, in 2012, the same year you guys, so it was a first, right? Yep. Um, I thought it was interesting, uh, when I read the book and you, you said 2012, I went, wait a minute, I think I did. That was my second one. And so I ended up going and doing Louisville, uh, Ironman and, and then I did a hundred miler and I'm not saying Hunter hundred miler is harder. It is different in a way different way. And I was asked when I completed my first hundred mile race. Well, Lewis, which, which one, I don't remember what the question was. It was either, which one would you rather do again or which one was harder? And I, hands down that hundred miler is a dumb race. It is a (laughs) dumb race. Nobody should like, it is, it challenges you in such different ways. Like an Ironman. Like when I did my Ironman, I never, and I had a, horrible Ironman. (laughs) I did not have a good one, but I never doubted I could get to the finish. Like I, I had put in the training. Now I'd put in a, a ton of training, the training way harder for an Ironman, way harder. The race itself much different if you put in the training. Um, so all that to say, yeah, I wouldn't do it, Jeff. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> you just don't do it.
3: Don't well, like, go down I, that road. On your or. advice, I
4: will not be doing
0: it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Well,
1: I, I'll, I'll just talk to Johnny about that. What do you yeah, how, yeah. how would you feel about this? I, I think don't. you're forming
2: your team. Yeah. 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 I yeah. 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 got the medical cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can't run, Johnny. I'll be working <laughs> medical.
5: <laughs> but I think it's doing it because the fun people say that it's, it's not possible to do it. And, and mm. then you start putting oh, my beer, uh, 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 uh. Uh, and, then, and then you start putting the training part and you realize what's possible. So, that's yeah. Exactly.
0: yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It is not impossible, it is not that's just, fun. This yeah. just yeah. not fun. Yeah, it's not always fun. Yeah, it's type two fun, they say, right?
5: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: this has been amazing. Thank you guys again so much. Uh, I really do appreciate you guys coming. It, Truly does mean a ton for so many reasons, especially having read the book. I want to get updates. I'd love to hear how things are going. We would love to hear Mm. how things are going. We'd love to share that. And I'm sure we'll get check-ins from Terrence on how things are going. And then race day... Man, we will be following you guys oh, that, for that, sure.
5: October 26th.
0: October 26th. This year, yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Better put that on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, again, yeah, thank you guys so much. And if you're listening to this podcast, please Thanks. go pick up uh, The Impossible Mile, Johnny Agar. Follow their story. Uh, follow their training here over the course of the next six-ish months, seven months. No, nine, nine months. Jeez, what am I talking about? Nine plus months. Uh Somewhere And there. yeah, please do share this with somebody that you know um, may have a disability of some kind. That's, I want to ask that question. You made a comment first. I want Before we wrap this up, um, Johnny, you had said you're, what is the phrase? Uh, you are, you don't, you. How you, do you,
2: how do you refer to
5: you don't have a d- like,
2: yeah.
5: I, I like to refer to my, my disability as a as a blessing, not not as something that hampers me. And, and it just, um, my my disability is, can um be looked at as a blessing and and a positive. It's all about how you approach it.
0: Yeah, I I I think of the you guys' story, and I. I would wager to say you wouldn't change anything in your life yeah no so
3: maybe a, a different maybe a different hobby <laughs> <you
4: know?
0: laughs>
3: maybe, maybe like stamp RC collecting, card, stamp collecting you know, might get a paper <laughs> cut once in a while but no we yeah the, what it's led to has just been extraordinary you never would have predicted it well becky probably would have but i would have said there's no way all this is going to happen and if someone would have told becky when he was born and he was you know three pounds seven ounces and someone has said He's going to be on you know, the biggest sports network in the world. He's going to be an athlete. I would have said, you're crazy. And she would have said, oh, I can't wait to see it.
0: That's a good <laughs> point. Good point. But, yeah, please do share this with somebody. Um, and, yeah, just be positive and, and help put somebody up. Uh, but, yeah, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Share it. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the I Don't Know Running Podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we share more about what we just don't know. Until
4: then, happy running.